Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm absolutely delighted today to welcome to the show Claudia Rahn, who's written a beautiful, beautiful book called The Art of Sacred Gardening. And this is such a strikingly magnificent book um, that I'd love you to have the chance actually to see some of the absolutely splendid images uh, that, are, that are full in the book. Obviously, on the radio show, it's really hard to get the impression across um, about the, the, the nature and the beauty of, of this book. So, first of all, Claudia, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. And perhaps you could uh, just give us the website, because I know you've got some of the photographs on your website right off the bat, so people could actually look at some of the images that are actually in the book. Yeah, it's www sacredgardening.com and, and on the website there is a, a gallery page where people can see some of these uh, magnificent images. So Claudia, I'd, I'd love to begin the, the discussion by asking you a little bit about how your uh, conscious path opened up and awakened. Um, it's always interesting for our listeners to hear from the people on the show what actually happened to them in terms of their Awakening. So what happened with you? Well, I've, I've always been interested in spiritual realms ever since I was a child. And I've always been very, very connected and in love with nature and spent a lot of time outside and in the woods and just um, very drawn to being outside and in um, natural places like in the mountains or in woods that haven't been disturbed much, and um, I found, though, that the best road to the spiritual was actually connecting with my body and connecting with the earth, and one of the practices that I learned that I've been doing for over 20 years is called Brima Bodywork, and Brima, they're self-Brima exercises, and it works with nine principles of harmony. And basically, the body work 
is um, aimed at unifying three centers, your mind, your feelings, and your body. So a lot of it is um, basic meditation, which is connecting with your breath, but noticing that your body is breathing. So it's very much body-oriented. It's really interesting because one of the ways um, many uh, of us would believe that we have lost our way on the, in the world today is that we have actually disconnected from nature, which is one of the reasons that we've, we've lost our way spiritually. So it's wonderful that you indeed have this uh, direct, deliberate and intentional connection through your own body work with, with nature itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the, the Brema body work is, um, gives you a chance to learn how to balance your body and um, work with nine principles of harmony in everything that you do in your daily life, like um, firmness and gentleness, full participation, mutual support, no judgment, single moment, single activity. So if I'm doing the dishes, I'm not thinking about something else. I'm just doing the dishes. I'm seeing, is my body comfortable? And I'm seeing how I'm giving and receiving at the same time. So I'm, I'm giving something by cleaning the plate and I'm receiving by experiencing maybe the warmth of the water or if the dish soap is fragrant, taking in the fragrance. So it's learning how to be active and receptive at the same time. But I found that if I bring these into the garden, it's just such a natural classroom to explore the, the laws of the universe and the essential nature of life and self-understanding. So, th- so this was a natural lead for you then from, from this, this work into, uh, into the garden itself? Yeah, and I was gardening... Um, for at least five days a week for a long time. And I wanted to bring my spiritual practice into my daily life and work with it as much as I possibly could. And so the Brima practice, um, working with the nine principles, was just a great way to um, bring my gardening experience to a much more fulfilling level and to, and to learn to... Um, come more into harmony with myself, and when you come into harmony with yourself, then come into harmony with all your relationships. And how did this, did this then lead into the uh, inspiration behind the book? What was that? How did this lead into the inspiration behind the book? Yeah, well, I was, um, I was working a lot with, the, with these um, meditation practices and, and um, principles in the garden, and I was also really interested in um, the idea of of the sacred. And so the term sacred gardening just popped in my head one day, and um, I started talking about that with my friends, and I had a friend who was really good in business, and he said, well, why don't you, um, why don't you write a book on sacred gardening? And so... I thought, wow, I don't know if I could do that, but um, it really, the idea really caught hold of me, and so I I began, and I started writing, and 
And as I was writing uh, what I had been learning and practicing over many, many years, just, just started to come out and clarify more and more and more. And I was really amazed at what I wrote because I didn't feel like it was me. I just kept asking for guidance and... Um, and just so much of what I was doing just became clarified in the words and the photographs and in my, my reflections. And over the course of about a year and a half, I had it all down and organized into a book. The words certainly are poetic within the book. And the photographs are sensational. How did you manage to uh, capture the energy and the intensity of the colors of the flowers and the plants and the garden? Well, I, um, I was getting good feedback from people about my photographs, and I was kind of interested in, well, well, what is it? You know, why are people responding to them like that? And I realized that what it was is I had such a close relationship with the plants, and I was very, very connected to them um, and, and working with them. And I treated them like my family. And I knew that there was, um, that there is so much intelligence in nature and that they're, they're giving us so much. And so whenever I photograph a plant or a scene in nature, I'm usually like asking Okay, what do you want to what do you want to say to the world? What's your message? What do you have to say? And um, and I really I really invite that and I ask for that because when I take a photograph, like I'm just completely amazed by what I see, and the closer I look and the more I um, I bring myself right there, um, the more comes out and and I learn so much and so I wanted to be able to let other people see that because um, most people don't have the opportunity to stop and, and do that and take that kind of a close look or have that kind of close relationship with the plant. And this is a really a great example of real co-creation with spirit and with nature, which is what's so beautiful about the book. So although the book is about gardening, gardening, uh, it isn't just the gardeners, because all of the principles that you talk about and the processes you talk about in the book actually apply to anyone on their spiritual path. Yeah, that's right, because uh, um, the garden is just the, the classroom that I used because that was what I was doing, but these principles are um, are for every area of life, and anyone who wants to connect to the greater intelligence and to um, who has an interest in self-understanding and and just developing harmonious relationships with with all of life um, the book is a, is a great um, organization of a simple roadmap into that it's a really a really good way of expressing it so for those people who are listening and have the opportunity to, it would be a good idea as, as this uh, discussion unfolds to actually see some of the beautiful images on the website, www.sacredgardening.com, and there is a gallery uh, button that you can click on, 
and then see some a small number of some of the incredible images that exist within uh, Claudia's book. Uh, Claudia, in the book, you talk about um, the nine gateways, and we're almost coming up to our first break, but if you could just give us an introduction into the nine sacred gateways and what they actually represent. Yeah. Well, um, do you want me to list them now? Actually, no. Just give us a, okay. more of a, an overview principle because we're coming up to the break in a very short moment. Okay. So um, each one is a is like a doorway. Um, it's, well, it takes you step-by-step step through a creative process. So each time you... Um, enter a chapter, there'll be activities that you can do, and um, like the first one is seeding your intent. So um, that's the first stage of visioning and getting clear, clarifying what it is you want to create. So it's taking you step by step through the creative process and informing you by your own experience um, how to move into the next level of this co-creative process. And so each chapter has within it um, the, the nine gateways, or each gateway a message and, and activities for, for each person to follow as they go on their co-creative process. That's right. So it's not, it's not a book about theory and, and telling you um, information. It's about having you engage and have your own experience and pay attention to what you're experiencing. And that way it's, it's um, you're self-verifying. You're not just Take reading information and thinking that you know something, you're learning it through your own experience and you're developing a relationship. With and you're getting your hands dirty and getting the soil and the moisture and, and really getting into the co-creative process. Yeah, and really, and, and by that, you, I mean, it's such a great gift to be able to, um, to do it, like to take the time to do it because um, it's so rich when you... When you slow down and you do something with intent and meaningfully, then you get you gain so much more from it. You absolutely do. We're at our first break now, Claudia, so we'll return in a moment and start looking at the nine gateways and some of the processes involved. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenterJourney.com for more information. The new home for visionary positive change. 7th Wave Network.
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. We had an absolutely phenomenal day in the Zodiac constellation of Cancer on Sunday in our workshop. And you can catch up with any new information on my website, www.petertung.com and www.myheartcenteredjourney.com and go to the different pieces on that website, but in particular the Ambassador of Light program where uh, a week tomorrow, Thursday, uh, we'll be talking at 5.30 about the final outcome in the cancer workshop and about all sorts of other spiritual matters in that one-hour class. So please check out pittertongue.com and myheartcenteredjourney.com. And I'm delighted to have on the show today Claudia Rahn, who's written a beautiful, beautiful book called The Art of Sacred Gardening with phenomenal photographs inside you can certainly immerse yourself in the sacred garden yourself through the book and just before the interval we were talking about the nine gateways that Claudia has used to show us how you can go through this process of stepping into uh, your sacred garden or indeed your sacred sanctuary of any type these processes apply to anything that we're wanting to co-create with spirit before we go into the um, Gateways, though, Claudia, I'd love to hear you talk about the importance of love and the connection to Mother Earth. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking about. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Um, Well, I found that it was really, really important for me to find what's truly in my heart, um, to find my my true self, because there's a lot of conditioning there and a lot of things that I think I should be or should do or should want. So um, I had to practice really um, becoming honest with myself and finding out what I really value and, and what I really believe and what I know from my own experience. Um, and so, I mean, the word love... That was a big one. Well, what is love? And I, I realized that it's, um, it's about being very real and being honest and acting from that place and having the courage to act from that place um, and connecting with Mother Earth. That's another big one because... Um, Mother Earth is, is such a is such a, a big um, misunderstood entity. It's, it's some, we have to have our own relationship with the planet. You can read all about it, but you really have to start communicating like the Earth is alive, and she has so much beauty and so much intelligence and so much wisdom to offer. And it's not going to be like talking with a person. So we have to learn how to communicate and how to receive information as though she is, and she is, um, 
a living entity that we need to respect, we need to take care of, we need to become um, really familiar with the laws of the earth, the laws of the universe, and and place ourselves in right relationship with that. Um, so to, to be humble, I learned that the meaning of the word to be humble means to be teachable. So when I um, am, am connecting with the earth, um, I let my, my thoughts and my ideas about things take a back seat, and I, I receive directly from what it is I'm seeing, what it is I'm experiencing, how I feel in my heart, and to just really genuinely interact with, with the earth on that level. So the message in your, in your first uh, gateway, which is seeding your intention, uh, is to do with paying attention to the signs, confirmation from the divine. Uh, I'd love to hear you talk about that a little bit. Well, I found that um, if I'm doing something with um, in, intention and, and meaning, um, like when I did the, the first exercise, seeding your intent, um, often nature will um, present us with some kind of a confirmation or some kind of a um, communication that it's heard gotten the message and we're on track. So when after I finished the seating your intent exercise, I was in my garden and an eagle flew right down in front of me, like very close, and flew off. And then a friend right after that a friend came up, just right come out of I didn't even see her, and offered me freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. I mean, so if you're paying attention, it's like, okay, that's like a real message that something just happened. And often life will present us with a synchronicity or something that we go, wow, you know, that, that was unusual. Or um, Just to start being open to those and saying thank you, saying, wow, that's amazing, thank you, okay. And taking it in. I've noticed uh, in, in the work that we're doing with the Zodiac that the synchronicities are, are becoming to the point which where we used to say that's unbelievable to now it's like <laughs> it's expected. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and just the, that level of gratitude mm-hmm. uh, is, is, is just phenomenal. But the synchronicities, and I've noticed the birds seem to be particularly present right now in, in, in showing us these signs and connections. It's just beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. So perhaps you could then go through the the nine portals or gateways, uh, which are the different chapters in the book, which enable you to co-create this sacred journey of, in in your case, creating the garden, but it could be in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want me to go through each each one? Yeah, that would be great. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mentioned before the first one, seeding your intent. So that's about, um, each one brings you into like a very simple meditation so that you, you're clear and, um, and you connect with your, with your heart, with your true self. And 
seeding your intent, you just want to know what it is that you really want. You know, take the time to, to study yourself, to find out what you value. Um, and then after you've done that, an exercise will bring you through that whole process. And then you, then you want to ex- expand and open up and say, okay, this is what I've come up with. Now, universe, can you give me some more information? And then there's usually something you didn't think of or something that's coming that you're growing into. And so you give yourself a chance to expand. And that's, um, so that's the essence of seeding your intent. And the second one is called your inner attitude conditions the soil. This is about setting the tone of what it is that you're creating. Um, everything that you think and feel has substance. It's going out there. It's affecting your environment. So you want to have, in a sacred garden, you want to have a pure atmosphere and a pure environment. Well, that's pretty hard to do. But there's things that we can do to take us in that direction. And I I, um, outlined four key attitudes that you can come to regularly. One is the attitude of gratitude. So when I find myself complaining about something, I'll catch myself, oh, okay, wow, I'm really upset, I'm really complaining, I don't like what's going on. Then I can say, okay, but what can I be grateful for in this moment? Because gratitude, the the attitude of gratitude is is a gift, it's given, It's, um, it's not always there, but we can take a step in that direction and we can say, okay, what can I be grateful for? Because you'll find something. There's always something to be grateful for. Now you're going in the direction of gratitude and away from the direction of complaining. The second one is honesty. Um, This one's just about really taking a look at yourself and um, finding out a little more about who you are and, um, and what you think and feel underneath a layer of, of who you think you should be and how you've been told to be. And so that, it's just a reminder to, to just keep, keep digging and, and dare to be honest with ourselves. It's okay, um, all the things that we think and feel, it's okay. We're all humans. We're all in the same boat. We all have negativity. We all have good thoughts and bad thoughts. But it's good to be honest about them and familiar with them because then we have an opportunity to to do something rather than um, be in denial about those things. And then third attitude is simplicity. And that's um, our mind has a tendency to, to be complex and to complicate things. We think a lot, we think too much, we think, oh, I need to do this and oh, I could do that and that and that and that. But if we, um, if we ask ourselves a question, how can I make this design or make whatever that I'm trying to do, how can I do this the most simple way? Very, very simple because that, that will um, clear out so much of the unnecessary clutter, so much of the stuff that's really not needed. And um, nature is a, um, giving us a lot of mirror of simplicity. You can just... Just ask to see what that is. Well, what is what is simplicity? And then sincerity is the other one. And um, 
For me, that's really about connecting with my heart and with what's really true. Because if, uh, a lot of time we find ourselves in reaction or conflict or like you want to move ahead with something, but we're, we're in resistance to it. And if we can find a place of sincerity in ourselves, it helps us to align with a willingness to do something because we're aligned with what's really true. Claudia, we're actually uh, up to our second break, and that's a great point for us to break. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Okay. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenterJourney.com for more information. Listening on a higher dimension. 7th Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. I'm excited to tell you about a new opportunity that's uh, beginning next week, a new, a new tele-summit series, whatthexpertsknow.com. And this is all about education and learning schools and the issues that schools are creating for us today with our children, parenting the children of today. And I'm actually going to be the first guest up on this uh, new tele-summit series. It's all free. And I will be on next Monday uh, on West Coast time of noon, July the 18th. And I will be being interviewed uh, by Astrid Witt, who will be asking me all sorts of questions about my experiences as the school principal with the consciously aware kids and how the school system didn't work for them and what we need to do differently. And that there are some wonderful people that I know quite well who are part of this Tele-Summit series. So I hope that you will check in and register through the website whatthexpertsknow.com and uh, listen in to the show next Monday at noon, West Coast time. I have with me today Claudia Rahn, who is talking about her book, The Art of Sacred Gardening, which is a beautiful, visually abundant book with all sorts of beautiful images of flowers and the gardens that she has been in, involved in on one of the islands just off uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. And Claudia was just going through the uh, nine sacred gateways of co-creating with spirit, uh, whatever it is you're wishing to create. In her case, this beautiful, magnificent garden. So, Claudia, we've done uh, gateway one and two, so we're on to gateway three. Okay, gate number three. Ask and receive before you sow the seed. So this one talks about 
gathering yourself together before you move ahead to do something, um, take a moment. Just How about doing it right now with me? Take a moment to notice that your body is breathing and that your body has weight. And just those, just that simple exercise brings the attention of your mind to the activity of your body so your mind's not running away thinking about other things. Body has weight. You're, you're grounding yourself, connecting with the earth. And, um, and then you're much more available to whatever it is that you're doing. And you're also more available to asking for guidance, asking for greater intelligence to show you something maybe that you didn't see before. So ask and receive before you sow the seed. Um, there's activities that I've put in the book for you to do just to practice that. And, um, and, and part of that is, is, is getting off the beaten track and exploring where you haven't been before. Why is that important? Um, well, what I discovered was that I have patterns that I do, uh, like throughout the day, I'll do the same thing over and over again, and it, it keeps me in the same place. And if I want to expand and learn something new and open up something greater, which I very much do, then I need to do something different. I need to go somewhere different, try something new, break the pattern, expand. That's what that means. So much of the time we are conditioned to, to follow a particular path, and, and so it's so important, isn't it, to break that pattern and, and do things and see things differently. Yeah, and it's, um, for some people it comes more naturally, and for other people it doesn't. So if you're one of those people that really likes to stay in the same patterning, then um, you have to really remind yourself and give yourself a push to do something different, go somewhere new, take a different walk. And gateway number four. That's declaring sacred space within and without. And this is about um, using the power of your word and your intent to set, set the direction of your creativity or, or whatever it is you're creating. You're calling it forth and you're stating your intention. You're saying what you really mean. And um, you want to... You want to take charge of, of your space, take charge of your body, take charge of your garden, which means that you're, you're the one responsible for clearing it, keeping it, um, setting it up, finding out what needs to be cleaned out and purified, and you're also asking for help with this. So you're asking uh, higher intelligence to help you clear, to help you... Um, set up a sacred space that's beautiful. And you do this inside of yourself, inside of your body. It may mean doing a cleanse, um, maybe eating healthier or watching your thoughts. Um, when you have negative thought, think, okay, I, I wish to have positive thought and changing your mind. It's a practice. But I, I guide you through a simple activity to to get that process started and to state your intent to do that, to set up a sacred space within yourself and within the garden. So really we're working on our inner landscape and our outer landscape. 
Yeah, because our outer landscape will mirror our inner landscape. And so it's a great way to look outside and see where things are at. And then you know that's what's happening inside yourself, too. So you have to be um, humble and okay with, with what it is that you're seeing and just um, just work with it, you know, just keep taking a step in the direction of purity, harmony, whatever sacredness means to you. And this is such an important one, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you want your gardens to look beautiful outside, so it better be beautiful inside. Yeah, know, and that, it takes a, a, a great deal of work and effort to do that, but that's, um, if we understand that, and give ourselves um, a lot of time and a lot of patience in the process. Um, I mean, part of this whole journey is about learning how to enjoy the process and to um, acknowledge and appreciate just how how much there is to it and how much work there is to do and all the different elements that we need to pay attention to in order to create balance and harmony. So number five, Claudia. Gathering your sacred ingredients. So once you've you set your intent and declared your sacred space, you've created, um, you know, you're like a sacred gardening magnet. So you're, you're drawing things to you that match that intent and match um, that clarity that you're coming to. So you, you want to allow things to come into your life, but you also want to... Um, make your list of what you want to bring in. So part of, and that, this is about active and receptive. So active is that you're writing down what you, what you want to bring in, making your list, and you're open to receiving what life is bringing in for you, what's just coming in. And um, you want to allow for that growth and expansion and for the unexpected to show up. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And number six, designing with nature. So in this chapter, um, we work on things that will help us to become more aware of the the sacred geometry, um, the interconnection of all form, the form and the formless, but in particular looking at the interconnection of the form. And mandalas is such a great way to do that because they're so... um, they're so easy to make, and it's such a natural um, element of, of our of our universe is, is a mandala, something in the center, radiating outward, um, repeating patterns in a circle. And um, we want to start really paying attention to how things do connect, and seeing, um, well, maybe having an experience of the unity of, of everything. And r- when you stop separating everything, like this is my house, my garden, my neighborhood, and seeing that there are connecting lines that go from, from you to, to everything and to recognize those transitions and to honor them and see them as an integral part of what you're creating. One of the one of the comments in that chapter, I believe, is uh, what you need is given moment after moment. That's right, and that's a that's um, that helps me 
a great deal to have faith to keep going because my mind will often come in and say, well, I, I can't do that because I don't have this and I don't have that and I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do that. And the, um, the just that reminder that everything is given moment after moment. What you need is given moment after moment. So you only have to just keep taking a step, then you get what you need there, and then you take another step, and something else you need will come in. And to acknowledge that is um, that brings a lot of wonder and gratitude, and it becomes much more enjoyable because you just do have And it doesn't come in in a linear way, does it? It comes in when it's ready at the right time. <laughs> Exactly. You can't sort of be predicting or expecting. It just shows up when it's ready. That's right. That's, you've got to um, learn to trust the timing, the right timing of the universe. Perfect timing. So that requires patience. <laughs> it does indeed. Yeah. And number seven? That is called Nurturing Your Garden with Beauty. And um, this is where you're, you're really just paying attention to... Um, Making it beautiful, like it'll really nurture you. It, it's making it beautiful for yourself, not uh, somebody else's idea of beauty. Find out what it is that really nurtures you and that you love. Keep it nice and clear and bright. And make it a reflection of your own inner beauty. And so you're 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 working it from your your own self, not from your idea that somebody gave you of what it to look like. Um, and then maybe planting trees and bushes and flowers and herbs, just bringing in a variety of, of different textures and heights and um, diversity is, is strong, bringing in life vitality, strength. Those are the kind of things I mean by nurturing your garden with beauty. And we're coming up to our final break, uh, Claudia, but one of the lovely lines which I'll ask you to come back to when we get back is, your garden is loving you as much as you love, as you are loving your garden. Your garden is loving you as much as you are loving your garden. Let's finish on that note for the okay. break, and we'll return with Claudia. This is Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenterJourney.com for more information. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network.
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. I've actually had a, a late change of guest for next week, and this is actually a wonderful opportunity for you to interact with the guest and have your questions answered. Denise Johnson, Ocean of Clarity, is a very gifted psychic that I have worked with on many occasions, and she's going to be on the show next week explaining her story but also answering questions that are of general interest to all of us through a channeled reading. So if you have any burning questions that you would like to know the answer to, which is of general interest to our listeners, please do send us an email to descendingdove at gmail.com and just put down radio show questions uh, or question and send your question in and we'll try and address as many as we can in the time available. So back to uh, Claudia Rahn today in her beautiful book, The Art of Sacred Gardening, the website www.sacredgardening.com. And we're just working our way through the nine sacred gateways of co-creation with Claudia. And just before the break, Claudia, I I mentioned in uh, Nurturing Your Garden with Beauty, number seven, the concept of your garden is loving you as much as you are loving it. Yeah. Please just uh, comment on that. Yeah, um, it's something that um, just came to me one day because I, I'm often so focused on how, how well am I looking after the garden? Am I giving it everything it needs? And just um, really, really focused on what I'm giving the garden. And I, I became aware that the garden is giving me back that energy so much just to really recognize that um, how much energy the garden is giving me. It's giving me so much vitality, so much strength, so much nourishment, so much um, knowledge. And so just to really recognize that it's a relationship, it's a a two-way relationship and to, to take the time to see that, experience it. Um, give and receive. And number eight. The balance of nature. So this is about um, opening up some more awareness of the fact that the cosmos is in perfect balance because there are, there are laws that are creating, always creating balance. And the, if you want to recognize and work with the five elements, earth, air, fire, water, and ether, um, that's a great way to start studying the balance, like water. Is there too much water in the garden? Um, fire, is there enough sun? Earth, how, how vital is the soil? How, how is it doing? Do I need to give more to the earth? And um, air, just how paying attention to the wind, paying attention how the wind is drying things out, and then spirit of the unseen realms of just um, the space in between, the quietness, the stillness. Um, I find that 
contemplating and working with these elements is a, a great way to start becoming more aware that, that there's a dynamic balance coming into play at all times. And I'm, I'm watching that balance. I'm paying attention to it. I'm becoming informed by it. Um, and, and recognizing that I, I can't really upset that balance. I'm, I'm within it. So I'm always um, looking for it and trying to nurture the balance, trying to be, be aware and be in the balance rather than fighting against it. This is a great opportunity, Claudia, because you just mentioned uh, spirits through the ethers and the invisible realms, the, the unseen helpers. I'd love to hear your views on the invisible realms and the unseen helpers. Well, I, I think it's just really important to um, acknowledge and be aware that there's so much going on and there's, there's so much creation and so, so much on the fine, finer subtle subtle levels that's happening. It's very, it has a lot of integrity. And, and to see that um, what we do, what our actions do in the world are, are affecting that, that level. And so just being aware of the subtle, subtle energy pathways in the garden and realizing that nature has its own set of laws, it's all set up and everything's working together. Like all the insects, everything that comes into the garden is, is brought there by nature. It has a purpose. It's there for a reason. And instead of trying to change everything um, to try to make it better, we want to be in the co-creation of it, but we also want to recognize that nature knows exactly what to do, knows exactly what to bring in. And to really honor that process and to become educated by it, to be in it, to play in it. And from your own personal point of view, how, how do you know or how do you connect with those invisible realms? How, how do you know that, the, that those uh, subtle energies are around you? Well, I get by quieting and becoming still and clearing my mind, meditation practice, and... Um, Having my own experience of those realms, simply by being quiet and still and, and feeling and tuning into it, also asking questions and seeing how those questions are answered. They're answered in all different kinds of ways. And by developing a relationship with it, people have a different, uh, each individual has a different way of connecting to that realm. Some people feel it, some people see it. Some people hear it, um, but it's just, it's a practice, and I just have a, a knowing that, it's, that it exists, and I also have a desire to understand it more and to be more aware of it, and um, it nurtures me to do that, so. And we all have to find our own way of making that connection, don't we? Yeah, there are many, many ways, many, many roads to that. So the final gateway, number nine. Yeah, so that one is um, celebration, ceremony, and rest. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, some, sometimes I forget when I've created, co-created something to really just celebrate it and enjoy it, take the time. Have, it's great to, to gather in the garden. Um, 
to give thanks. So in the in the book, I've I've um, put in an activity to create some kind of a ceremony or celebration for the garden, um, because it's really important to take that time to really acknowledge what's happened and to integrate what you've done, integrate what you've done with nature. Take the time to reflect on it. See what you've learned, what you've gained, what you're, what you've gotten out of it, and what you've given. And you know, and the sharing, honoring, gathering, sharing food—it's it's such a nurturing and important part of life. And it's really important that we do that in our garden. Um, and the last part is the rest. Um, it's crucial to take rest and to take the quiet time. And again, it's integration time. It's um, regeneration time. It's You can think of it as the, um, the unmanifest, the time where things are just recreating, rearranging, getting ready for something new to be born. Stillness. The space, the space in between. Yeah. Claudia, we're actually coming up to the end of the show very quickly, and it's actually timed itself perfectly. But let's let people know if they want a copy of the book, how they can get hold of it. Yeah, um, you can order it from the website, www.sacredgardening.com. If you're in Victoria, it's in Ivy's Bookshop and Art Instinct. And you can get copies from Peter. Isn't that right? Through Shannon Angel. And it's in Banyan Books in Vancouver and um, many other bookstores um, out and around and you can always email me for more Perfect. information. Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolutely beautiful journey to travel alongside you and with you. And, and as I say, it's just a phenomenal book, and I really appreciate the incredible work that you've done to help guide us along this path. It's phenomenal. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye now. Okay, bye-bye. And uh, you can certainly, if you want to send me an email to get hold of the book, you can do so, descendingdove@gmail.com. Or if you would like a question answered on the show next week by our brilliant psychic, Dennis, Denise Johnson, also send me an email, descendingdove@gmail.com. Radio show question would be perfect for a header. And I hope you've enjoyed today's show with Claudia Rahn and her book, The Art of Sacred Gardening. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, wishing you a wonderful week. found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.